Hi guys! On this episode of What Happens Now, I'm joined with someone I met on Tinder to talk about movies portrayal of college and high school. Woo! I'm so excited. Please enjoy the episode. Peace! Welcome to What Happens Now, a podcast with me, for me, for you guys. I'm really excited. I have a co-host this episode. Please introduce yourself. Hey, guys. My name is Syed. I am from the WMST podcast. Uh, Really excited to talk to Sarah today uh, about a very interesting topic. How are you doing? I am doing very well. How are you? You know, just... uh, going through this weird time we're in. Um, But yeah, I think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. So today's topic is um, high school movies and how they portray high school. If you want to start, you can. Yeah. uh, Before we started uh, recording this, uh, we had a very interesting conversation about um, how high schools slash, you know, college life uh, and young adult life is portrayed in movies. Um, cause you know, uh, a lot of us, you know, uh, uh, especially, uh, me, cause I didn't grow up, uh, in us, but, uh, I watched a lot of these Hollywood movies, these Disney movies, uh, back in my home country. And I had a certain view of what high school slash college or, you know, young adult life, uh, would look like, uh, here. And to be honest, uh, and Sarah can talk talk even more about this. That's definitely not the case. Uh, So Sarah, uh, can you give me some of the examples you mentioned previously about the movies and TV shows uh, you see that, uh, you know, focus on the college life, but, you know, are very like, you know, that they aren't the most uh, accurate examples of what they're like in real life. Yeah, I can. Um, well, there's a couple things. Um, I think one of the most main uh, misconceptions about movies in college life is how accurate they are. Um, like, for example, Legally Blonde. Going to Harvard is actually really, really hard. Um, and it made it seem like it was easier than it truly is. That was one example. Um, But I still love that movie. And that's one of my favorite movies because it taught me no matter your circumstances, you can do great things. Um, Another good example is Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect was a acapella group college. And that was about um, a group of people singing. And I went to college not really thinking that was a thing. I'm like, people don't sing in competitions. I was mistaken. They do, and they're wonderful people. But um, the movies in in our culture just show it so, like, weirdly. Like, hazing is a big thing. People do get hazed. I'm, I haven't seen it personally because I'm not involved in a sorority, um, so I'm not the best person to ask about it because I don't know a lot about it. But they just make it seem so perfect when there's nights where you just cry and it's okay to cry. You bring up a very interesting point. Uh, Obviously one of the biggest things a 
college student uh, who comes right out of high school, it, the biggest, uh, well, not for everybody in real life, but in at least in movies and TV shows, it's portrayed as, you know, going into a, a frat fraternity or, you know, sisterhood is like a huge milestone. Like it's one of the things they really, really want to do. Maybe even more than actually go study in that college, actually enter that, uh, the fraternity or the sorority. So what are your thoughts on some of the, like maybe a scene or, or just the way the frat culture is portrayed in movies and TV shows? Well, for me, I feel like they portray it as just partying. I don't believe that is necessarily true. I think college is not just about partying. Um, it's, uh, but they also, um, I notice a lot of, I'm gonna probably butcher this word, philanthropy, which is like organizations such as frats or sororities, which is the sisterhood one that you mentioned earlier, um, raise money for charity. And it's one of their core values to raise that money. And I didn't realize that. I just thought it was all partying. And maybe that was kind of naive and kind of a little ignorant of me in a sense, but that's all I see. Like, Legally Blonde, Elle was part of Delta Nu. Um, it's just really difficult. Or like there's clubs that kind of feel like sororities or fraternities. Like I, my freshman year, I was a part of my college hall council that felt like an organization kind of like a sorority in a sense we host events we we try to get people to come to our things we did a lot of marketing which kind of shows that maybe you don't always see that in movies and tv shows how much work goes into it like one of our programs we did when i was in hall councils was we did a thing about like winter for children and we had like games and was I expecting that from looking at movies not at all so I think it's so different than what we see in movies yeah it's so much like craziness like before we started we talked about like 21 Jump Street how like there's so much partying there's so many pranks people are just the meanest the craziest and you know like frats you know are portrayed as like these weird sort of cultish in some ways where you have to like you know give your obedience to the leader or something like that and then you have to do these weird activities where there's a lot of pain involved for the freshman and sophomore so I mean can you just bust that myth for any high schooler listening to this like is that something they will experience or is this like a very rare situation I cannot speak on that. Um, I, I, I never saw it, but I also wasn't a part of any sorority or fraternity. But I know that um, people in real life, there's going to be some issues. I was watching a TikTok um, recently or a couple weeks ago about this girl that was in a sorority. And she had like a secret Instagram about mental awareness, which is so important, but she didn't want her other sisters to know. And that was breaking that code, um, which I don't really feel like it should be a thing. I feel like you should have your privacy protected, but there's also a look to being part of a sorority. Um, like they have the monitor their social medias. Do I really love that? 
no, because I feel like that kind of shuts people's voice down. And they only show when they're happy. And I don't feel like, and that's all you see in movies. People are happy. People are partying. You don't really see people crying because they have a final tomorrow and they think they're going to fail the class and then they're going to be kicked out of their family's house. You don't see the people who um, who are just trying to do their best with, within their situations. There's so much bigger things in college than what mov movies and TV shows portray. The guy just made up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's, I think for Hollywood, I think it's a balancing act because, you know, you don't want to be too boring about it because, you know, we know uh, college life is fun. You know, there's a lot of adventures. Oh, but yeah. you don't want to be. College life is so much fun. Yeah. And you don't want to be too, uh, you know, you know, too out of control about it either. You don't want to be too exaggerating about what goes on in a lot of uh, the colleges. Uh, I think it gives a lot of people false sense of what it actually is. And I was watching a movie recently. I don't know if you've seen this movie called The Social Network. Uh, it, I've heard it, of it. Yeah, so that movie, you know, it's about how Mark Zuckerberg uh, created Facebook uh, with the help of a lot of people uh, and his his life on the Harvard campus. Uh, it was It wasn't very focused on the college part, but I think if you looked at that movie, that movie's like very grounded. So you can see how, uh, you know, a Harvard student's uh, life is actually like, you know, it shows like, you know, you have rules to follow, you have classes to attend the entire day, you're not partying, uh, you know, you're not going to class in the morning and then partying all night, you know, that's not what happened, you know, you're, when you're there, you're 100% focused. And I think a lot of people uh, don't mention like there's a lot of students who just want to be there for the education and they don't care about all this extracurricular stuff. So what do you think about that? Well, I mean, I think I'm at that point where I don't care as much about the extracurricular stuff. I'm not saying I didn't do it. As I said, my freshman year, I did hall council and that I did that for the full year and I won an award for doing that. Um, I won the Banana Camp Award that I'm really proud of. It was an award for enthusiasm and like participating in all the events. And whenever ne someone needed help um, from the board, I would help them. And I thought that was one of the best things I could have done. So if you're an incoming freshman listening to this, get involved. Get involved in something that you don't think you would get involved in. Because I was in choir for five years, and then my senior year, I was like, I'm not doing choir in college. I'm done. I don't like it. I lost the love I once had for it. And I learned that I was really doing it because my friends were doing it, like the peer pressure of doing it. But in college, I was like, I'm not doing something that my, 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 my friends did. I want to do something for me. And I was like, well, what do I enjoy? And um, I went to a meeting about Hall Council and I fell in love and um, I did it for the full year, like I said. And then afterwards I was like, well, I have that experience. My next year, I'm like, well, I have to pick one thing to do that is just extraordinary that I'm happy. Like for my junior year, I think I'm gonna do a podcast. I think I might talk to more people.
um, I don't know what my future goals are completely. So I need to go to the career advisors and talk to them about that. My sophomore year, which was this past year, I went to Italy. I went to Florence, Italy, which was amazing. But I don't think movies portray the day to day. Like there was days I wake up, go to class, I study, I eat lunch and in, in, in like Rosie's, which is our like burger joint in our in one of our halls. I went to like I went to events at the library. I tried to just chill. Like I just did my work and I was a good student and I think part of the reason that college movies get it so wrong is they kind of do the highlights of college. And I'm not trying to discourage you that college isn't so much fun, because it really is. But I think movies don't show like the day where you're just in class and you're studying, then you go to sleep. That's all you're doing that day. Yeah, and I'm sure somebody one day will make a movie more accurate towards what college life actually is, you know, balancing the study, the friends, the relationships, and, you know, obviously, you know, having this, you know, expensive thing, you're going to, you know, paying off the, the tuition, you know, all this thing, all these things, you know, like, I hope one day I can find a good enough movie where it represents all that, because I think that's something, you know, us both are going through. So it would be interesting to see that represented on the big screen. And I think it's really important because I feel like one of the things that I was, I was once a high schooler student, obviously. And one of the high schooler teachers would be like, college is so much different. College professors don't care if you fail. I actually found that they won't tell you they care, but they care. They care about you. If you're really, really struggling, in classes, go to their office hours. Make friends with your professors. Like one of my favorite people in the world is my my Italian professor um, last fall. Um, she was amazing. And like, I would come to class just to talk to her and just say hi, which is great. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Like, uh, I think a lot of people have this misconception that you know, professors, they're just there to, you know, collect their big paychecks and then they'll go away. Well, the reality is uh, a lot of their bonuses are tied down to your grades. So depending on how good their classes do, their pay goes up, uh, the better their classes do. So, you know, don't screw it up for your professor, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I could say from personal experience, I wasn't always the best student in high school. Uh, I graduated high school with like a 2.5, fun. But I also took classes that I loved when I was in college. Like abnormal psychology is such a fun class. You learn about all these psychological disorders and it's just so, I wanna say it's a lovely, it's not really lovely, lovely might be the wrong word, but it's just so, I like learning about it and I'm passionate learning about it. And I, and you don't always have that in high school. Yeah, I think it's very linear. The stuff you learn in high school feels very similar, but in college it's way different. There's different branches where you can go. You know, there's a lot of things to explore. 
Yeah, it's more open-ended. And I don't know if high school really opens your eyes to all the possibilities that college does. Oh, yeah, definitely not. And, uh, you know, speaking of possibilities, you know, a lot of people uh, get excited when they think about going to college. You know, they'll meet all these, you know, hot people. They'll get to date so much, uh, have so much sex and all that. And that is very prevalent in movies. Like, they portray you like you know getting with so many girls you getting with so many guys and all that is i like how often do you see like somebody uh, like just sleeping around all the time in college and just you know passing by uh, you know without any trouble like how how often do you see something like that i don't see it a lot at all i think that's such a misconception i think really we're all too sad and we're all studying too much to really think about that i don't know if you had a different experience than i did but for me and the people i hanged around i don't think we had a lot of those experiences but like like i can say like there was some things that like happened that i don't want to talk about right now but But it's just the fact that it does happen, but I don't think it happens as much as people think. Yeah, that's true. Because, you know, you're there to obviously, you know, get a degree. But also at the same time, I guess in a way you, if you find somebody nice or whatever, and you're not just somebody who just sleeps around, like you want to, you know, balance that, you know, the study and the relationship. Is that balance kind of hard? to do in college do you think or is that something you can do if you work hard enough I think it's manageable I think I um I think it's manageable it depends who you are because I think some people it's really hard to manage it and for me I'm kind of so driven in what I want to do and finding who I am that's the reason I made this podcast in the first place is that I don't really think about relationships as much as other people do. But I also don't want to just hook up with someone. Um, that's something I just don't do. Not saying I'm not saying I'm shaming anyone who does. That's your choice in the matter. But for me personally, I don't do that because I don't like doing that. But it's not my choice to have, it's theirs. And I shouldn't judge someone just based on that. I should judge them on the character as a whole. And I don't think that applies in college at all. I don't even think it applies in high school. I think that's very um, catty in some senses. Yeah, I think that's a very accurate uh, re- um, uh, representation of what it's actually like in real life for a lot of people. Yeah. And, and, and you know, uh, this is a little bit off topic, but, you know, I think uh, I'm not much of a fashion guy, you know. I don't care that much about what I wear. I mean, yeah, I'll wear something, you know, okay, you know, I'll make myself presentable, but I don't, like, dive too much into it. Is, uh, you know, being the best dressed on campus something you see? Like, do you see a lot of people? Oh, my God, uh, yes. <laughs> is that a thing? For my college, it is. But um, if you know where I go to school, my school is a fashion school. It's one of the best in the country for fashion. Um, so, uh, so, um, like we have a place in New York City because we're a fashion school. We're not a STEM school, we're a fashion school. So you see people wearing 
anything and everything. And it's so cool. Do I do that? No. But do I have my favorite lemon pants that I wear around campus? Yes. Do I love them? Yes. Are they my favorite piece of fashion ever? Yes. Do they kind of look like pajama pants? Yes. But are they the best things ever and I can guess about them all day? Yes. But I also go to a fashion school. So that was a really weird answer to that question. But yes, I do see it. It's amazing. So, so I guess we did find something that all movies universally represent uh, actually very well. That everybody cares about what anybody wears. Like that is a thing for sure. Somewhat. I don't think we judge you on what you wear. I don't think that's true. But the fashion aspect of movies, like, you've seen crazy things in college, like crazy outfits. Yeah, I've seen some things that are super cool. But, like, would I ever wear it? No. But do they look bomb? Yes. But that's just my college in general. So I guess it really depends. Yeah, and we talked about your college a little bit, uh, Kent State uh, University. Uh, I mean, I haven't, you know, uh, heard, uh, you know, I don't, cover your college other than the wrestling school and you guys have a really good uh, athletic program and you guys have turned out some of the best like amateur wrestlers uh in the world actually so i mean yeah yeah you guys uh have a great program down there so i mean my next question is um have you ever uh thought about student athletes uh because you know their lives are you know unfathomably crazy like you know their schedules are crazy because they have to balance the practices uh the school and everything they got to practice twice they got to go to game and all that have you had any conversations or any experience uh with student athletes well personally no i don't think i find a lot of them not saying they don't exist they exist i just don't really hang around them i um it's just not something I really see as much as other people. It's not something that's like shame me for not doing it. I'm not really a big sports lover. So I, I respect what they do and I'm really proud of them. But, and I always will cheer on the flashes. But do I go to games often? No. Do I have a lot of friends who are student athletes? No. Um, but that's just me personally. I think that totally makes sense because of how crazy their schedules are. They don't have time to socialize with people who aren't athletes, actually. Like, that's actually a really good point. And it proves that, you know, outside the sport, outside the studies, they have pretty much no life. They don't, they don't go to parties. Uh, they can't spend, uh, uh, you know, they can't spend money crazy because they're on because they're on the, you know, tuition and like the scholarship, but they don't make money off the sport they do. So like one of the best wrestlers you guys ever had was Nick Nemeth, who, by the way, was, I believe, 200 and oh, like he won 200 matches and never lost ever. And I've heard him talk about how he never socialized with a lot of people because for him, it was wrestling studies go to bed wrestling study go to bed he didn't have time to socialize and i guess it worked out for him because he was one of the best uh college collegiate amateur wrestlers ever so 
Um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those crazy things that a lot of people don't really talk about student athletes. Yeah, and I think it's important to recognize they exist. And I knew someone in my Spanish class uh, my freshman year who is involved, and I want to say field hockey, who was like a medic major, like biomed. And she wanted to be a doctor. I'm like, oh my God, you're doing all that? That's insane. Um, and I didn't remember her until I thought about her. But it's so crazy how much they juggle. It's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, it might even be more than uh, regular students, to be honest, because um, I remember recently at Northwestern, which is a college in Illinois, yeah. my state, uh, there was a football player who was highly recruited uh, from, from high school who came to that college. And he told the, uh, the advisor, the academic advisor, that he wanted to, uh, you know, become a doctor and, you know, he wanted to go into the medical field. And the advisor told him, wait a minute, uh, you cannot do that. He literally told him that because uh, the schedule of the classes for the medical classes, uh, you know, conflict with his practices. So I don't know what happened with him. I don't know if he dropped it or if he still took it. Uh, but, you know, that's something they have to consider because they have to take a lot of the more easier classes so they can focus more on their sport and make money for the college rather than, uh, you know, get the education they need and go into the things they want to go into. And I think that's really, I think that's a really good point. And I think that's really selfish of that college to even say that. Because I think, I think, uh, not, what's the word I'm looking Student athletes don't always become athletes after college. Like, I was in choir in high school. I dropped choir after I went to college. Was that a bad thing? No. Was I happy? Yes. So I think student athletes should be able to choose what they want to do in their major. Um, and they, if they can't juggle both, then they should have a conversation. But to say you can't do this because you're obligated to do this because we're forcing you because you got a scholarship to play that this sport, even though that's not his true passion, is really selfish of colleges. I think that really, because it kind of loses his passion of what he wants to do with the rest of his life. I don't think a football player, some football players are different. I don't think some college football players want to be a football player their whole life. They might want to do something else, like become like a lawyer or doctor or a football coach. Um, but not everybody wants to become an athlete. And I think that's something that is, is kind of really sucky about colleges is they'll give them a scholarship, but they won't pay them. And I saw a couple documentaries about that. And I think that's really a little unfair in some aspects. But I also get that they are that they get a scholarship, they get a full ride. But at the same time, they're making so much more money than the scholarships are. And I think that's kind of a weird, a weird thing to think about. Yeah, and you know, there's been so, so many controversies over the years uh, of college athletes, you know, not getting paid, 
even though their sport is so popular, they bring in millions of viewers from around the country. They make so much money off these students uh, that, you know, NCAA finally actually uh, uh, decided that student athletes can make money off their likeness. So, for example, if a team is used for a photo shoot on a magazine, uh, anybody who appears in that magazine will get paid for it. So I, I think we're, you know, slowly coming to a point where student athletes might get paid uh, some, something for their work for their colleges. And I think that's really good because I feel like um, that's really, really important. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like if you're in, in a college, it's kind of like a internship with your studies, basically. Imagine you work so hard for your internship, but you don't get paid. That's kind of how I view it, like a very, you know, a very high-end internship. Yeah, and I think part of the reason to just kind of bring us into the main point, because I think we kind of went in a little different direction, which is fine, but like movies portray this in their films. Oh yeah, that's a huge topic, uh, even in movies. Uh, I'm trying to remember movies that deal yeah, with Yeah, I know. I can't athletes. think of any sports movies when I'm told to talk about sports movies. Uh, like, you know, there's a lot of great sports movies, like uh, Remember the Titans. That's uh, the one I'm thinking of. That was like, oh. Yeah, that's a really good movie, but it deals more with, like, the high school aspect of it, which is a bit similar to uh, the college part. Uh not not it's not like a one to one but you you get what i'm saying yeah the game plan <laughs> now that is a football movie the game plan oh my god that's such a cute movie oh my god are you kidding me the game plan the game I used plan to, i used to only watch that movie cuz it would air like 10 times uh a month during like just anytime on Disney for some odd reason. I, I'm always confused by that movie. It's that so hilarious. It's a movie. It was so cute. If you don't know what the game plan is, look it up. Yeah, The Rock's in it, and it's, <laughs> it's one of his more interesting movies. I'm not going to say his worst. I'm going to say one of his more interesting movies. He did that Tooth Fairy movie, too, so, you know, you can't, you know, there's a lot of uh, bad movies he's done. Oh, yeah. As I'm like choking on my voice. It's okay. Yeah, that's completely fine. Thanks. It's because I'm talking too much and I'm not like breathing. So you talk for a moment so I can catch your breath. Oh yeah, go ahead. And yeah, it's, it's just interesting um, talking about um, how uh, just us, you know, as young adults are uh, seen by Hollywood executives who are, you know, millionaires who don't have a lot of our same experience. Uh, and what they choose to portray on the screen is very much the young adult life they see as accurate. Or even if they don't see it as accurate, they see it as, okay, just got to put a product on screen, wishy-washy doesn't matter if it's representative or not. Yeah. Luckily, I had a lollipop nearby. 
be still liquid from sucking on help, which is a weird statement. But now my my voice is coming back to me, which is good. Um, but yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I forgot where I was going with my statement. I just wanted to let everybody know I'm not choking anymore. <laughs> I love editing. Editing is uh, the best part of these I never podcasts. Ed- I never- Go back and just fill in the air. I never edit my podcast, so that will be in the podcast. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's unfiltered. It's, it's the unfiltered. Best yeah, no, it's fine. I don't care. It's not that embarrassing. You get you people probably heard me like coughing, so you know, it's kind of yeah, dying I, over here. So it's fine. I love it. It's raw. It's in the moment. It's it's what car crash TV, like uh, TLC and other s- drama stuff, is based on. Just random stuff like that. Yeah, but um, like we were talking about, um. We were talking about college movies. Um, do you have any more comments about it? No, I think we uh, pretty much covered uh, uh, a, a wide uh, variety of movies. I think we did a pretty good job of showing a lot of different. Because, you know, there's some bad, there's some good, mostly bad. But yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And I think one of the coolest things, what is your major? I'm a psych major. What major are you? I am currently a computer science major. So I'm in, into programming. Apps Ooh. and computers, yeah. Ooh, hacky. So how do, you, how do you see yourself portrayed in the media? That might be a good point to bring up before we close this out. Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, in your I, I brief- recently... Sorry, I'm yeah, going go to ask my question. So you're a computer science major. How do you see computer science ma- majors, um, like, I don't want to, I know I, I lost my turn thought. Like, how do you see computer science majors represented in the media? Well, how do you see them? Because, like, for me, I just think of Apple, GDPR. <laughs> um, what else do I see them? Nerds video games hacking i just think genuinely and i think when people think psych they think psychology mental illness brain like they think so generally but how do you feel about your representation in the media and how do you think it's right and wrong and can you explain that can you expand you know, surprisingly, uh, like I recently told you about the movie uh, Social Experiment, which deals with a lot of programmers um, in college. And I think if you see that movie, that's like the best representation of what uh, programming majors are like in college. Because, you know, we're always trying to create something. We're always trying to experiment. Because honestly, I'm going to be 100% real with you. Uh, we don't do this out of like some kind of passion because, you know, we love uh, being on our computers, typing uh, stuff, uh, typing long lines of codes and all that, you know, we do this because we want to be like the next, uh, you know, we want to be like next Bill Gates, the next uh, Steve Jobs, next Mark Zuckerberg. We want to create something that can, you know, be 
be beneficial to the entire world and make us a bank in the process. Like that's what we're trying to do. Like uh, a lot of us are very competitive in our space, even though, uh, you know, sometimes cause in my current internship, I have to work with people to do stuff, you know, on our own, we are just trying to create the next uh, great app, the next big website. The and next I think great thing. Yeah. The next big thing. Yeah. Like the thing that's going to change the world, like Facebook did, like Apple did, you know, and I think social, uh, the social network movie does a really good job of showing that I haven't really seen like a movie where, you know, it was completely off the mark as to how programmers were, um, were represented. Uh, but I think the competitiveness could, even though, I guess the general sense is that we're nerds and, you know, we love our uh, computers. That's all we do all day. Uh, yeah, we do that so we can create the next big thing that you will probably uh, looking at. Uh, you will probably using that app or website we create and we will be making bank off of you. So that's how I see it. Wow. How really cynical does that really sound like? I want to make the next big thing that makes me a lot of money. But I guess, I guess that's true. I just wish that it wasn't so true. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like, that's exactly how it is. You know, we, we don't do this out of like some kind of passion. Yeah, there's, you know, passionate people uh, yeah, who love programming. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah. right to say everybody who goes to computer science is not passionate in computer science. There is. I I think that's a really like blanket statement. That's like saying all psychology majors like psychotic people. Oh yeah, definitely not. Like it's just one of those things. That's a really bad example. Never mind. Don't don't listen to Sarah. (laughs) It's just one of those things where you know we are very competitive, and I think that's definitely something. If a you know programming, if programming is portrayed in movies. I think that's an aspect everybody sh- uh, should, you know, look to represent. Yeah, I think that's very true. I don't know where we're going with this. Um, do you have any final thoughts slash questions? No, I think we covered a lot of uh, great stuff. Uh, you know, it was a really awesome conversation. Um, and you know, I want to thank your viewers for listening. I want to thank my viewers for listening. It was a really fun conversation. Yeah. And I think conversations make the world better. Because I'm going to be honest, we don't really know each other that well. But I, in the time that I, we talked, I got to know you just a little bit more. Yeah, and, and I definitely think I know, I know you very well now as well. Well, not too well, but just well enough. You know, at least my personality and how I talk and how I do the show, which is really important. Very true. Yep. Good test of how people act. So I think we are going to sign off. I am going to pause. I'm going to pause the recording. Um, I'm going to record so I have to end the meeting too the recording um but thank you for being on and thank you for listening i know (laughs) it was really listening to this yeah
yeah, no, it was really fun uh, talking to you. And uh, yeah, I mean, if I ever think about some fun collab, I'll definitely hit you up. Um, oh yeah, definitely message me, snap me. Tweet yeah, are you more active on Snap or uh, what do you prefer? I love how we're talking about this on on recording. Um, I am active on Snap. If you want to. Oh, okay. Actually, I didn't know we were recording. It's okay. I um here. Bye, guys. See y'all later. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of What Happens Now by me. I really appreciate you listening to this podcast. Um, next episode will be just me. But thank you for watching. Peace.